Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Sarah Reynolds. And I'm Seychelle Van Poole. Sarah and I are your hosts today. You get the two of us. And we are so excited to talk about a topic that actually... The two S's. The two S's. Yes. And we're excited because we're talking about a topic that actually most people kind of find depressing, uncomfortable, and scary. But in uncertain times, most people tend to freeze or hide their head in the sand until more information appears or the answer magically comes. And the honest, brutal truth is that in certain times, no one is going to come save you or carry you out of the fire without you doing some key, really important things first. And so Sarah and I are really excited about this because I have been leading teams since 2004. Sarah, how long have you been leading your team? 2006, early 2006. Yeah. So we've been leading for a long time. um, And that means that we've been through multiple ups and downs in markets. We've led through multiple wars between countries, from complete economic depressions. We've led through political unrest, high unemployment, low unemployment, and of course, COVID. And so we're going to share today with you not only how to survive in uncertain times, which is important, but more importantly, we want you to thrive in uncertain times. And so we're going to jump in. And um, before we do, I, we both want to acknowledge that in times of change, um, it can be really scary uh, to be a leader during those times. And you're worried about your business, your income, your people. Uh, you probably have obligations, both financially and emotionally, that you're having to take care of. And you probably have a lot of people, both at work and at home, that rely on you. Um, So today we're going to talk through four key things that you can do immediately to put in your business to help your organization grow and thrive and flourish during uncertain times. And Sarah, I'll let you list those off and kick us off. Yeah, so there's four things that you can do right now um, whenever times uh, feel uncertain or even when your numbers maybe look to be uncertain, even if there's not a lot of external things going Mm -hmm. on. These are four key things that you can do. So Number one, your attitude. Number two, education. Number three, take action. And number four, your environment. So we're going to dive into these four. Um, So first and foremost, you control your attitude. Boy, is this important, (laughs) especially leading an organization. Your mindset is so, so important. What happens between your two ears can either make or break you. Um, The mindset you Mm. have and the attitude you keep will determine the attitude, uh, the altitude that you fly. So your attitude determines your altitude, especially during uncertain times. And I have seen companies take massive market share during uncertain times Mm -hmm. because the leader's attitude was in a certain place um, where they could, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And I know for me, I, I don't know about you, say, but when COVID first hit, I realized I need to not watch the news that much <laughs> because what was happening yes. was I was watching mm-hmm. the the news and it would I would start my day like super discouraged and I realized yes. I'm not going to be able to lead my organization lead my company um while letting that impact my attitude and so I mm-hmm. started limiting um what was impacting me in terms of my attitude and so how have you been able to do that, say, as well, in terms of impacting 
keeping your attitude in the right place during uncertain times. Yeah, you know, it it reminds me of something we've talked about before, which is your reticular activator, right? It's when, and it's called your RAS system, what you focus on expands. And so like we got a new car last year and all of a sudden, all I saw was the exact same car we just bought, right? It's all you see. And so if I'm watching the news every day, all I'm going to hear is, I'm, you know, the news doesn't necessarily have the most positive spin these days. And so, you know, all I'm going to hear then is, negative things, whether it's in work, at home, like you start looking for what you surround yourself with. And so for attitude, for me, affirmations are really important. Um, And really Mm. making sure that like I'm protecting my mindset and that I am really paying attention to what I'm focusing on. Like, am I focusing on the wins? Am I focusing on um, the things that are going to move me forward? Or am I allowing negativity to creep in? And then all I'm finding is negativity because that's what's entering into my reticular activator system. And so I think having just an awareness, and it's going to happen. Like if it's uncertain times, and you and I have been through four or five of these cycles now, it's going to, like, you're going to have to catch yourself often. Like it's easy to get sucked back in. It's easy to get pulled back in. And so having some checks and balances of a morning routine or things that you're focusing on really make a huge difference. Yeah. I mean, the other, the other thing is, you know, you, you, this is all in your control. And I think that that's something that's yes really important in, in uncertain times because like mm-hmm. you get to control who you surround yourself with. You get to control what you're listening to. You get to control what you're watching. And so it first starts with taking control. I mean, I've had to, when it's gotten bad, I've had to limit certain friendships. And I hate to say that, but the truth is, is that if they were overly negative and then I walked away from that conversation feeling down or feeling negative as well, then I was like, when I started seeing that pattern, I'm like, you know, it's in my control who I spend a lot of time with during this time. And I will be failing my organization if I let um, outsiders impact my mindset. And so you control who you talk to, control who you surround yourself with, and, and that will help you have that positive mindset you need to lead through those uncertain mm-hmm. times. And I will, like, if I'm making a full admission, four of the cycles that I have made it through were... Um, they were financial or they were economic. And although that's incredibly scary, um, I found it much easier to protect my mindset this time um, with it impacting people's health. It it it, it mm. got to me greater than I would want it to. And I, I'm sure that's part of it because we have people with neurological situations going on on our team that I was really worried about. You know, one of our team members was in the ICU for several days, you know, several weeks. And then my dad with Parkinson's. And so I found myself really struggling mindset-wise and attitude-wise this time more than I did in any of the last four major, like, you know, economic or world changes um, and it, it took a, a lot of conscious restraint um, and a lot of discipline to not let that just completely paralyze me. And I, I will admit, like, it was much harder this time. I, I think that that's, um, I, I think we have to acknowledge that, right, Say? Because I think yeah. he, depending on what's going on in our world, you know, it's it's one thing if someone's financial finances are being impacted. It's another thing that people are losing their life. You know, and so like they, it, it clearly impacts people differently. And I think it's important for us to, to acknowledge that, acknowledge it first of all in ourselves. And so that's what I, I love about 
your vulnerability in that. And you were, you, you were that way the entire time, which I appreciated. Um, and then, because that's also what our team members are going through is they're going through different things, depending on what's going on externally. So, mm-hmm. yep, really well, good. and it's one of those, that's a yes. And because you can still be impacted or, 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 or acknowledge it and feel it, but that doesn't mean that it gets to control you. Yeah. And I think that's, that's where, I think that's where the difference becomes. And, you know, there were certain things we could and could not control, but your attitude during all of that is still a, like you were mentioning, right? Like a controllable factor. Um, even when health yes. is out of control, even when, you know, the economy is out of control, your attitude, you and only you are in control of if you choose to take control of it. The second one, which I think really pairs well with this is um, education, right? What are we feeding yeah. our soul with? Not just positive um, affirmations or focusing on our positive attitude, but also like others have lived before us. And one of the things that you have done really well, and I think that we have really focused on as well, is when others have lived before you and something scary happens, you look for mentors, you look for people to learn from, you look for people to pour into you so you can turn around and pour in your team. And so, you know, who you are talking to and asking questions from matter because chances are other people have, you know, this isn't the first time there's been a pandemic. There was the flu, right? The Spanish flu. Yes. We have seen this yep. before. I started immediately reading how all of that impacted us. We started talking, you, were, you know, you and I both were talking to Gary Keller. We're talking to Jay Papazan. We're talking to all these other business leaders around the country and the world going, how are you handling this? Um, And I think it's really important not to withdraw from society or withdraw from people, but to engage in conversation, to lift each other up and educate each other on what's happening. And also pay attention to the podcasts you're listening to, the leadership books you're listening to and reading, the articles that you're, you know, are you reading Harvard Business Review? Are you reading Business Insider and Business Weekly? Like, what are you looking for to help become your mentors? I know um, Gary Keller always says, too, one of his favorite people to learn from is Abraham Lincoln. He has, like, his biography and several of his books, like, on his debt, like, bed stand at all times. And so... How are you educating yourself, you know, to, to make a difference with that? Sarah, you were really good with this. You know, can you think of any examples or things that you were focusing in on learning during this time that really helped? Yeah, I think um, typically when uncertain times are happening around us, the number one thing that the first sort of thing that happens in an organization is actually disunity. Typically, you will have differing um views or opinions as to what's going on. And so one of the things that I study, especially during uncertain times, are leaders that have led um, during disunity. So Abraham Lincoln is actually a perfect example of that, Um, a phenomenal leader that, that led our country, arguably during one of the most ununified times in our history, right? And he led and he brought Um, our country together. And so I think education, not just on, uh, I remember studying um, the flu as well uh, when the pandemic hit. And I think Say Say and I, we both talked about that together um, of just what we we were finding in our research. But the other thing studying is like leaders that that bring um, a company together or leaders that have brought a country together to where you can step up in your leadership and follow their path because you will need to do that um, when things are uncertain. 
I love that. Yes, that is so true. So, so true. And then, right, you're filling yourself with affirmations and you're filling yourself with education. What do you do next? So the next step is take action. So um, this is a... This is a big one, um, but one step at a time um, becomes crucial when things are uncertain. Um, I love that quote um, that says, you don't have to see the whole staircase. You just need to know what the next step is. And many times you have to go with what feels like the next step to you, right? Um, and so, and sometimes you don't know necessarily, but you're just going on, okay, this feels right, right? Um, and so there's multiple actions um, that you can take um, during uncertain times. And so one of the first things that I've done anytime that I um, see a uh, either a market shift or um, a uh, the pandemic, um, anytime that there's it looks to be um, uncertain in our market, the very first thing uh, we do is we dive into our finances um, and we look at our both our bank statements, our credit card statements and our PL, and we truly cut anything that's unnecessary, anything that's unnecessary. And so that's um, action number one. What are some other actions that um, people can take when things are uncertain, say? I love that. And, you know, to add on to that, we try to focus on cutting um, unnecessary spending before we cut humans. So that's always the goal is to maintain every every possible human. We've got a good track record of that and not um, not lose yes. people, but to lose fluff first. So I don't, if you're listening to this, don't go just fire all I, your I people. Think bo- <laughs> uh, yes. Number two. Yeah, I, I think both of us say have, have, have an awesome track record in terms of that, which I'm proud of. I'm proud of for yes. both of us. We've I am too. Of, I know. Uh, we humans. both have. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we don't let go yeah. of people during uh, tough times. That's when we need our people even more. That's where your human capital becomes even exactly. more important. So get rid of like a unnecessary, unnecessary spending or unnecessary systems that you can replace. Um, the second one for me is to keep your big, hairy, audacious goals in front of you at all times. Put them somewhere you can physically see them. Put them um, in a very visual spot. Remind your team on a regular basis and understand that your job as the leader is to act on recasting the vision for your organization and your goals on a regular basis, like weekly basis at a minimum, because it's going to be very easy to lose sight of those when there's so much else flying at you. So your job is to keep that mission, vision, values, and goal front of mind of the organization and focus heavily on those during this time and repeat them often and regularly. Yeah, that's, um, and depending on how extreme things are, I remember there's been multiple times that I've done that daily. I've gone from weekly to daily because of how extreme it is in terms of reminding them of what we're doing, what our mission is. And so that's so good, say. Number three is you want to give specific directions. So these are key actions to take. Um, and so I, I think it probably confused everyone, me saying number three, but this is the third action you can take is engage your team and give specific direction on what they can do to help. The more specific, the better. So uh, one example is one of the things that we always encourage during uncertain times is more conversations with our database. And so for us, it was making it fun, giving specific instructions as to who to call and what to say to where they're not guessing um, along the way. And so be very specific and, and guide them as to exactly what to do. Remember that they are probably um, 
freaking out too, right? And so the more you can guide them and say, just sit and make contacts. And this is what you're going to say. This is who you're going to call and make it fun. Um, they will typically follow and you will have great success when you do that. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's so good, Sarah. And it is, it's, there's a big difference between telling your team, just go make calls, just whatever you're doing, double what you're doing. And you have this many people assigned to you to call today to say this to them. Those are two very different yes. like set of directions. You have got to get really granular and really specific and really measurable with what you are asking them to do. And then if it's, if it's not getting the results you want, the first thing you're going to do is take those actions, get real specific with them, and then you're going to double the amount of activity you need to do. We call it doubling down. Um, but if before it took you, you know, 50 contacts to get to one appointment, well, now it might be that we're doing 100 contacts to get to the same appointment. And so we've got to really quickly double down on our activity with like no hesitation. If it was, you know, you're, if you happen to be in real estate, right, you might have... Um, you know, one open house you're doing a weekend or two, now you're doing two or four. Like whatever you're doing that's working, try doubling that first. Um, and, you know, yeah. if you happen to be in business that's not in real estate, that can be, you know, doubling down on your marketing. That can be, you know, going door to door, like looking at your customer list and seeing how you can reach them. So whatever your business is, double down on the activity that has helped get you where you are first before you throw everything out. That's so good. And then the, la the last sort of action is you you've got to tweak and pivot sort of as you go. Um, and, and this is whenever things are uncertain, that is not the time to sit back. It's the time to have a high sense of urgency and watch the, watch the result very, very closely in terms of what you're um, getting in terms of the activity and pivot quickly to ensure that you're still able to, to reach your goal. And I know, say, I've seen you do this multiple times in terms of pivoting quickly. You are so good at this. What are some like practical ways that you've pivoted um, in uncertain times? Well, um, you know, I mean, the first time we had to do this, we were in, we were primarily in a luxury market. And all of a sudden, we couldn't give mm. away luxury houses to save our life. And um, so we immediately pivoted to first-time homebuyers and the first-time homebuyer tax credit. Um, we were like, we love you. We know we weren't spending a lot of time on you before, but man, you're fantastic, right? And all of our marketing went towards <laughs> um, really targeting first-time homebuyers. Um, then short sales started coming up. And we really started targeting um, short sales. We actually did the first short sales for all of Bank of America. It happened to be many of their executives that we did short sales for. Um, in this mm. current market, it is, um, you know, with COVID, when it was hard to show properties, we immediately went to relocation because those guys couldn't travel here anyways. So we did everything by video for them. Um, and we made it a, um, it was a, the pain, you know, pain-free uh, relocation you know, buy before you fly is yeah. what we called it. And that was very easy. Um, Love it. And then uh, we've also done, you know, everything from focusing on vacant properties, right? And people that are out of state and targeting them so that we can focus on helping them sell without having to come back and we can virtually stage everything and make it work. So I think it's really go where the others aren't would be the advice I'm, I would give. Go fast and look for the path of least resistance for how you can pivot and build. And if that, you know, and, and commit to it for 90 days, like 
Don't that's don't good. just try one thing one week and one thing the next and like become a Pop-Tart because that's going to really stress you out. Commit to something for 90 days. Double down on that activity. Really flush it out. If it's not working after 90 days, change it. Um, but really focus yeah. in for 90 days. How about I you? Think, you guys um, have done a lot of this it- too. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Um, we, we focus primarily on any of the leading indicators, which is what you're saying as well, in terms of marketing and the message to where we're reaching the market. And so pivoting those things, um, I think we actually did a podcast in the very beginning on, um, highlighting businesses that had pivoted fast. Yes. I was thinking about that. that. Yeah, that would be a podcast. I would recommend our listeners pull up again and listen to, us highlight these entrepreneurs that, that really during COVID pivoted their businesses and we'll find the episode Mm -hmm. and we'll put it in show notes for you guys. Um, because that's a great episode for sort of Mm -hmm. inspiration, um, to inspire you in terms of pivoting quickly. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. And you know, what's amazing is I think almost all the businesses that we highlighted grew and are thriving and doing great. Um, and so it's, it's amazing, you know, I think about even Amazon was when we were highlighting on there too. I mean, the warehouse space, you know, that they took down was like something that this country has never seen before is the amount of industrial space that they took down over the last two and a half years. So it's just crazy, you know, and then number four for us, this is really important, which is, and Sarah hinted at it a little bit with your attitude, which is your environment. It is really important that you pay attention to who and what you are allowing surround you. You have to be mindful of who you are surrounding yourself with. And I want you to look internally at your team, look externally at your tribe and your friendships. I know for me, like through all of this last couple of years, like having our dolls tribe and our Her Best Life tribe has been um, just like life changing for me and helping me to stay focused and supported and. And, you know, with my head in the game so that I could be good for other people, Um, you know, so pay attention to who's pouring into you, who is showing up, make sure that you're appreciating those relationships and, and, you know, giving back um, in a meaningful way for them. Um, Yeah, I, I remember um, our, our tribe when everything was sort of going down uh, with COVID, we started a weekly Zoom. And we weren't meeting weekly before that, but we we knew we needed each other to have fun. We did the craziest things, but to have fun, <laughs> to lighten the mood, because we knew that on Monday morning, we had to wake up and we had organizations to lead and we had people that were relying on us. And so we leaned on one another during that time. Mm-hmm. And so if you are if you aren't currently in an environment for you to do that, I would encourage you to create it. Um, yes, I would encourage absolutely. you to look at her best life at, like as a resource for that as well, but create that environment to where you can truly feel like you're supported and in a position to where you can lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And it, it doesn't mean that you throw everybody else out, but it does mean that you really have to focus on on who is lifting you up, on who is supporting you, on who is leading and that you can model after because um, leading in uncertain times is not for the faint of heart. It is not easy. It is um, oftentimes, and I think we said this a lot on the podcast, it's often not as rewarding as you would like for it to be. Um, And so to have a tribe around you and to have a supportive environment around you so that your team can be the best they can be, you can be the best for your family, your friends, your community. Um, 
It takes really being mindful of the environment that you are tolerating, allowing, and encouraging. Um, And if you can focus in on that, you're going to be amazed actually at the culture and the environment that you have coming out and the loyalty and the rewarding uh, relationships that you have because that'll be like nothing you've ever seen before if you can get to the other side of it. So so good, Say. I mean, honestly, there's no... Uh, reward given, meaning like no one tells you like, great job, leader, you you survived. There's no one giving you a yeah. prize. For no it. one gives you a medal. But the, com- the confidence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, the, but the confidence <laughs> that comes, like it doesn't, I, I know as we enter into um, potentially a shift in the real estate market and things like that, I know Say and I are at peace. And the reason we're at peace is because we've been through things before and we're confident that we can do it. So as you're pushing through, just know what's on the other side is you will be more confident. You will know that whatever comes your way, you'll be able to, to handle as long as you focus on the four things, which were attitude, education, actions in your environment. So thank you guys so much for joining us today. Uh, Get out there and have uh, build a big business, but don't forget to build an even bigger life. Thanks, guys. I love it. Bye. Bye, guys.